prisoners, gay lords and fats. I know that for a long time you cowered in fear, a fear that I may not triumph, that a day may come where my courage fails me, an hour of doom when our defenses fail and the earth opens up to swallow us down to hell. Outnumbered in this gravest of challenges, though I may be, I have been and will still be committed to this fight. Although the front has been quiet these last few months, on the Thursday of last, we have been presented with the most dire of news. That fateful morning, a message was delivered from our enemy. The message assured us that the fight would continue and continue it will. Only this time the war must be waged after a period of darkness that is sure to weaken us. That period will exist under a heavy shadow. The message was that a shadow shall be cast upon all of us and all that we love for no less than six weeks. I will not allow us to cower fearful of what may exist in this shadow. No! Instead, I, as you little ones who are at home, use this shadow to grow strong and prepare. Prepare to fight once more against the ones who dwell beneath us. Gentlemen, gather around. Now, it's a tradition that we will shout, Phil, 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 Sounds like people are chanting my name outside. I guess I better go take a look. Oh, there's a dark spot on the ground shaped like me. That's weird. I'm here at breaking point, mind and body tired. Those plans for happiness have all expired. The sales pitch from door to door Says feed the rich and hang the poor Twinkle, twinkle, little star Point me to the nearest bar I'll drown my sorrows with the rest Do your worst, I'll do my best Here I am, at breaking point Man show. <laughs> Welcome to episode 561. It's Monday night. How's everybody doing? Oh. Fucking babies. Great. Fucking babies. What? Andrew I mean, and I I'm are... not fucking babies. Yeah, that's what he said. What are you doing? Andrew and I are dealing with this thing called Baby Gate. And <laughs> oh, like, Baby Gate 2023. Trump involved. <laughs> and he can talk about no! it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, we. Maybe we'll get a visit from a baby and we can talk to him about what it's like. <laughs> we do have a character. We do? We have a baby? My name is Young Man. 
picture of my butthole. Oh, oh I pooped. <laughs> yes, we have a baby if we need one. <laughs> so what is baby gate? I don't know. Andrew can talk about it. All right. Wants. Nobody knows. Moving on. We've spent several days. Yeah. Trying to fuck with baby gates. Trying to fuck with baby gates. Trying to make them work or something. Yeah. You got on staircases that were never designed to have baby gates. Oh, no. <laughs> Turns out they're escalators. They're more like baby, baby mulch. I've had to do a lot of uh, designing. Yeah. And I'm not a designer. That's mm-hmm. very true. Yeah. Are you des- what are you you're designing a baby gate? No, or are you designing just building- mounts for baby gates. Oh, okay. Do you use a robot or a three D printer or anything fun like that? No, I use a battery powered circular saw and some two by fours. Mm. Part battery pack for power. Part saw. Yeah. 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 A new saw. Right. So anyway, that's uh, well, that sounds like a delight. Well, it took a lot of our energy today, but uh, I'm going to muster up what we need to do this show. That's for sure. All it was right. a great weekend. <laughs> I couldn't wait to get here. Yeah. I was practicing my voices in the car on the way. Which ones? Babies? A ba- young man. <laughs> Actually, I don't want to do this because last time I did it, I got sick. From the end of the end, I'll the talk like leave this effect. I don't mind the effect. <laughs> Still fuck. Yeah. Um, but I feel like a voice should go with. Okay. Now, if I just talk in my normal voice like this, last time we did, young man, the character, the baby. Am I supposed to leave an effect? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't mind. But every time there's an effect, I feel like I should take on some kind of character. Yeah. So it's weird to just talk in my normal voice with an effect. Yeah, it's, it's weird for the listeners, too. Uh-oh. Oh, wait a minute. I'm caught in a worm. To our destination, I don't feel like him. There we go, I like me. I go up in space, so I'm growing up in space. I'm so young, I shit my pants in space. But someday I'll use the space chips toilet when I learn that the shit is coming. I don't know, and I just look up on me. But oh, another one, oh no. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to grow up now and use the vacuum toilet in a good space. <laughs> anyway, before yeah. I was coaxed into doing that, right. I was trying to say that the last time I did that voice, I you left here s- with a sore throat, oh, and the yeah, next exactly. day I was dreadfully sick. <laughs> <laughs> ah, baby gate gave you AIDS. Right. Yeah. So uh, that's all the baby stuff I think we have. Yeah. Um, Who are these people that rent houses and don't understand stairs exist? God damn. I don't know. <laughs> but these stairs, they are kind of a problem. They look cool. Yeah. They have cool railings, custom. They're metal. like the, the open-backed metal Yeah, there's like a beam, beam in the center of the stair floating. treads. Floating. And then the treads Space float on the beam. Super modern. 
Amazing. They're made out of glass and quartz. But yet people fall down them all the time. There's smoke that comes out of the banisters. The banister is just smoke. It's solid smoke. That would be cool. Nobody knows how it's made. Made by fall over the edge. Elon Musk froze smoke in space. That's what he's been doing at SpaceX. It looks <laughs> the stairs look like a performance at the Grammys. <laughs> That's right. what everyone's talking about yeah, today. Some guy. Some guy. Who did a satanic thing. Yeah, there was apparently a performance and they were dressed all satany or something. I don't yeah. know. I just scroll through Twitter and people are like, oh, I'm a conservative and I'm outraged. And I go, okay, moving on from this fag. Well, yeah, because that's what it was what done do. to get that reaction, right? Because it's a, the more right. the more yeah. it's um it's a potency thing, right? The more of that outrage is expended by people on the right, the less potent it is every time they expend it. You know what I mean? Or what? Was, what was? But what was done? What do you? Oh, I don't. But, I have no idea. Not the outrage. What was the act? We'll have to see it. Sam, have, have find it. Sam Smith is the guy's name, which I remember because it's a very simple name. Uh, Grammys would be the search terms, and we can learn maybe how red and smoky it was. Let's see here. Vice, the Christian right is having a meltdown over the satanic Grammys. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yep. So there you go. So they're just, they're like, uh, I don't know. They're just feeding off of each other with their stupidity. Nope. They, these things are done intentionally to, I think, now I am mm. I being a conspiracy theorist? Sure. To multiply these kinds of reactions and the more these reactions multiply yeah the less they're worth right it's like the federal reserve printing money see what i mean mm, see possibly, what i mean possibly yeah. Yeah. like no one even cares anymore yeah so like the the, the federal reserve doesn't print money the left is actually very effective at trolling yeah. the shitcon conservatives in this now, this doesn't look good. We're watching this on the screen. It's very red. Yeah, this it, looks like it's a music video for some weird butt rock. That's more goth than standard butt. It's not even butt rock. It's worse than butt rock. It's goth. It's probably it's goth stuff. Who is this guy? Can we hear him? Yeah, I'm gonna try and find it. Like so, Sam Smith, Satan Grammys, maybe on YouTube. I'll search for that. You hate searching YouTube. He does because he I would search have to, YouTube because if I type because the first nine no, options yeah, are no, not yeah. YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> Everybody, James loving YouTube. All right, yeah. So, uh, but I don't know. It's just like this is. Uh, there's two camps to be in. The outrage camp. Man calls Prince Andrew sick old man during. Ro oh, I look, search for the wrong thing. What did you search for? Andrew's it's a, a fuck dick. Andrew. He's a dick. <laughs> oh. Sam Smith, Satanic, Grammy. Let's see here. Here we go. Page six, Celebrity News. Uh, I don't know. This is probably oh, going to be shit. It's all commentary on the thing. What if I, I look just for see the uh, thing. performance? Maybe performance? Jeez, you know what's funny? There's, that, there's a reaction video from Ted Cruz, but the dude who's doing this looks like Ted Cruz in a Satan outfit. Oh, interesting. Uh oh, I'm clicking on this video. We have no audio. We have no audio. We have no audio. Sorry. Oh, my God. A fucking text video. This isn't, this isn't what it looks like. It looks like it's going to be some like Marilyn Manson, but harder kind of stuff. Yeah, it sounds kind of. And it just sounds like, like pop music. Pop music, yeah. But it's Satan pop music. I think this is fine. I'm fine with all this. I'm I don't give a fuck either way. Like, isn't that the whole 
Isn't it all satanic? Isn't everyone gay there? Now, see, as a child of the night, yes. Gay doesn't they, necessarily I, mean satanic. I actually, to these people who were outraged, yeah. it's the same. No, it's my okay. understanding that these are transies. Who's transies? The people. There was some. There was also some trans one awards. I don't know if it was the same performers doing the Satan thing. Uh, but anyway, as a child of the 90s who liked to listen to Romstein and Marilyn Manson, I find it hilarious because... This is the same shit I heard 25 years ago by the Christian right people who were like, Yeah, and they were right. And they were right. Were they wrong? Not really. Yes. I think they were wrong. Okay. Mal- can can you legitimately say, okay, as, as someone who somehow enjoyed yeah. Marilyn Manson, like uh-huh. that's even a thing that someone can do. Yes. Um, <laughs> can you look back and can you say, you know what? If we just take a sample section of Marilyn Manson fans. They're all decent people. I didn't say that, you faggot. Right. I'm not saying you I said, said that. I I'm like can the you say that? I like it. I'm asking you, can you? No. <clears throat> well, point. let's see the trans. <laughs> Google uh, or uh, YouTube All Trans Awards 2023. Okay. All, all right. I just want to... Oh, and add Grammys. I just want to make a mention while he's doing that. There's a video up here that says something, something Harry Styles... Something, something. He's getting an award. He's pretty cool. <clears throat> I don't know anything about him, but he's wearing a like a Nick shirt. A Nick yes. shirt. Yeah, he's wearing like a shirt like Nick yeah. would wear. Hmm. It's not for a man. And then yeah. behind him was a guy wearing a button-down shirt that looks kind of priestish, but really it was the it was the guy from Demolition Man who wore that weird robe. The mm-hmm. fat guy. Yeah. With the curl hair. Oh, okay, sure. He uh-huh. wore that weird non-collar yeah, he was, collared shirt. He was shirt. like the personal assistant. Yeah. To... There was a man wearing that in the real world. Oh, right. and not Demolition Man. <laughs> what if he was wearing that ironically because he <laughs> likes the so. movie Demolition Man? I think, it's, Man. I think okay. it's just that that predicted everything we're running into. Sam Smith and Kim Petras win Best Pop Duo. You think that? You think that'll be it? I don't know. Did How did you use the word trans? What's it say up there? Trans. All, All trans, trans awards award. 2023. Mm-hmm. I feel like Google and YouTube are not going to allow you to use the word trans in your search. I think oh. they're going to probably censor that. So maybe if I try. I mean, these are the ones. These are the trans right here. They win best pop, whatever the fuck. And the grand- Jesus, that guy looks like Satan. Who's he? Smokey Robinson. Old black man. <laughs> yeah, he's actually. We like him. He's like, God damn it. I'm so old. This is so dumb. He should I not hate my life. look like that. He was probably born in 1940. He's struggling with an envelope. Unholy. Sam Smith and Kim Petras. This is like that green-haired guy who makes the cakes with an aren't cake. <laughs> the I got lots of problems with that guy. Me too. Lots of problems. But, oh. Okay. Wait a minute! What the fuck do was that? Have, was do that we have Ben Affleck? With ben Affleck and Jennifer uh, Lopez? No. Wait a minute! So. Wait, 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 wait! They're still together? They're back together. I think they're back together. You got to keep up on this your is TMZ. Probably should never watch this shit. Yeah. Now, the fuck? what I want to know is why why are these two white trans gay people being led up the stairs, being helped by black people? These black people are like their slaves right now, helping them up just, the stairs. They're beating out of their I, mind on something. And oh, they, yeah. They, they, they can't, can't be walk. trusted on stairs. Imagine uh, if they had these stairs that we were fucking with today. Oh, my God. They'd be down, legs broken. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's see, see what they I say. See. But they're helping the man, not the woman. Oh, do you guys want to see the official music video? Or are they flipped? No, no they're, I, I they're helping s- both. I want to hear what they say. Oh, we 
Smokey Robinson hugs a large woman and an even and larger man. That dude's wearing like a, a sh- uh, what is it, a, a rug? A Cut red rug? Who's that bitch? Scary blonde. Oh my God, thank you so much. Um, crazy Sam, I love you so much. And this song has been such an incredible, incredible journey for me. And Sam has been a supporter of mine for so long. Um, Sam I would hope so. They're not taking the same band. Except this no. award because I'm the first uh, transgender woman to win this award. <laughs> oh, there you go. So what is that? Wait, I'm confused by those terms. Does that mean she's a dude or she's a she's? I don't know. And, <laughs> and I'm so... But that was the man saying that, making that noise Wait, in the yeah. background. Yep, that was you the man. go back and hear the man make that yeah, noise. The man he goes, it sounds like he goes ga ga. He was saying ga ga like that baby today. And, and I'm so stand up. Or maybe he's saying stand up in a British accent. Oh yeah, that's probably that makes. But it did sound like baby Gaga. I thought it was Lady Gaga. He was like, "There's Lady Gaga." Um. And I just want to thank um, all the incredible transgender legends before me who kicked these doors open for me so I could be here tonight. Um, Sophie, especially um, my friend who passed away two years ago, who told me. Right, I don't like to watch accepted speeches. Yeah. They, they really bum me out. Um, obviously, there's nothing but problems with this. Oh, who are you, George Bush now? I have more of a problem with the dude. Yeah, we'll follow up with Kim whatever when she commits suicide. So Sam Smith is apparently... <laughs> commit suicide? He must be gay. I mean, based on these photos, he's British. I'm looking at a photo now where he has like a super like uh, 50s feminine beehive haircut. He sang a song for the James Bond movie a while back. Oh, did he? And that was a problem too. People oh, were not happy with that. Because he kept going, gaga, gaga, no. gaga. I was trying to change my life. I started to like it. It took me a second. Um, okay, Bond songs. If this chick's a. D- Wait, so. What do we think about Bond songs? Because Duran Duran did a Bond song and I thought it was great. What did well, they that do was a good Bond one. Yeah, which, which Duran Duran Duran. View to a Kill. That's a good one. I think any of the ones after the 90s sucked. Like all the modern. No, I don't think so. No, you don't think so? No, I don't think so. Want me to look up I think Madonna s- did a fine one. She. I think Adele was, was probably fine. Oh, probably. I think view they're all fine. View to a kill. I think a view to a kill Hotel was... Calisino. Horatio gets murdered by the sea. I think these are James Bond movies, right? Gaga, gaga. I think a Bond film is either sung by a man, a masculine man, a high energy man, or a pop music woman. And that's fine. It can be very It's feminine. usually a woman because it should be. Feminine. No, Tom Jones has done one. Fucking Wings has done one. Oh, shit. Nancy's. Duran Duran. Oh, wait. That's Nancy Sinatra. Uh-huh. The World is Not Enough was done by Garbage. Yeah. Male or female? Too. Is that male or female? Female. Fuck. John Barry. We have all the time in the from 1969. Yeah, I'm sure that was fine. Mm. Matt Monroe from Russia with Love, 1963. I'm sure that was fine, too. Hmm. John Barry, James Bond theme. So, but that's not singing. That's just the theme. Hmm. Well, anyway, I don't know. Um, 
This is what people were upset about, and yes, I just mentioned it because that's what the stairs at this house look like. Like uh, at Sam my Smith, house, uh, no, no, Sam Smith, the house we were at. Oh, house, yeah. right, okay. With smoke and red lighting, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of, I kind of want to watch the actual music video for this song. We but can, but I'm sure it's gay as fuck. Well, no, I mean, it, the, but I, I think it would be worth watching. If we want to keep doing media. This blends nicely into a movie I watched. Oh, uh, I'm really hoping it's the same movie you said you watched. Fuck, what was the name? Oh, Unholy. That would suck for me if you get to go Why? first. We don't get to go first. We go at the same time. Uh, oh, we do a countdown. I really hope that you watched the same movie that I watched that I shouldn't have watched, but I watched it anyway. You shouldn't have watched. That's a nice jag. All right, this is the video. Allegedly. Okay, so we have two whites who appear to be a heterosexual couple. And then British. Sam Smith, oh, oh, showing just up in a, a jag. It just did a quick cut to like something very Devilish. red and satanic. -y. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're being introduced to the people in the video. The man is leaving, getting into his red car, red like the devil. Yep. He's dropping off the woman at a place. She goes inside. But she's wearing red shoes, red like the devil. It's a jag. With red lipstick, red, lipstick. red like the devil. She she's got a, a condom. condom. All right, she's looking super horny. All right, now, now the, the guy's jag is getting worked on by the devil. Or is this a parking garage? Oh no, yeah, they're in like a shop. Up oh, there's the gay dude. He's pretending to work on a motorcycle. That's the woman. There's the trans dude. The body Call shop. Call her what you will. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The something. man is being led to a place for for a music video. It's not much music. All right, now uh, he's gone into a red club. Yeah. Looks pretty gay. Unholy, it says giant on the screen. Hot Asian kid. Ambiguous. So if it was a lesbian bar, it would be called Very Holy. All right, we've entered into some kind of a, like a semi-eye. Oh, Wait, what'd you say? Eyes wide shut. No, I think I had. <laughs> I'll, I'll hear it in the replay. Lucky girl, she got married to a boy like you. She kick you out if she ever ever knew about all the you tell me that you do. Pause. Yeah. The gay has now introduced this problem. Husband who drove who is at this party. Yeah. Who's at this red His eyes kind wide of shut. eyes wide semi eyes wide shut like party burlesque or something. Yeah. Right. Um, and he's saying your wife would kick you out. If she knew about all the things that you tell me, mm. the singing gay, you tell me that you do. So what does he do? Well, I think we're going to find out. Fuck. Maybe. Well, let's continue then, I guess. Dirty, dirty boy. You know everyone is talking on the scene. I hear them whispering about the places that you've been. So it's a bunch of sort of like ambiguous burlesque dressed men and maybe women. Mm -hmm. Very provocative. And how you don't know how to keep your business clean.
The, See, only, the I, only reason this won a Grammy is because these people are intersectional enough. There's yeah, no way this I, is I a good fucking I defend pop music all the time. I'm fine with pop music. It's perfectly fine. This is all like the time slow, I hear boring music, shit. I hear it's great. Taylor Swift is fine. There's a reason she's who she is. Lady Gaga, there's a reason she is who she she's is. She's great. There's yeah, the it's people all with great. talent. It's all great. Um, you don't even have to be talented. It can be fine. Like, I don't know who's talentless yeah. that I still enjoy, but like, I don't know. Rihanna, is she talented? If so, Maybe. what's she talented at? I don't know. Are they auditing a lot of these people? I don't think she's being small. Being small. <laughs> Who's the small one? Ariana Grande? Right. Is she talented or just small? I don't know. Well, then you got Lizzo, who's super fat. Yeah, but that's not like her. good. Like, I've heard that. It's it's not good. I've heard this. It's not good. Hmm. I, I don't know. I'm frequently defending pop music because everyone's default level yeah. is like Puke's level, where he's like, oh, oh, level 0.1. Pop music's fucking gay and fucking stupid puke uh, and i defend it art for the show just this freeze frame right here and just kind of pop us in there <laughs> oh good point okay. yeah make brett the black lady i'll be that guy yeah and then you can be that lady back there no the whole frame the whole yeah working on it you fuck that's <laughs> me oh there's that there it there is there we go screenshot saved oh, nice uh yeah so i don't know I'm so fatigued on, on, on I'm being, fatigued on trans. I'm fatigued on this whole like being upset about this. Right. Oh yeah, for sure. People you know are what? Outraged. Uh, you know what I want to. This bring is up. like being what? the angry dad in 1984 and just uh, being way too focused on kids with mohawks. Uh, it's the same thing. It's I want. I want to bring this up because I noticed something the other day talking about music. You you've mentioned Kanye West, Brett, and you think that he's pretty good, correct? He's a young and a genius. A young? He's not that young. He's like in 50 or some shit, isn't he? Yeah, he's going to be pretty old now. But to be a genius, he's Okay. Young. Yeah. But people, people say he's a genius. Why do you attribute him to being genius. a genius in his songs? Oh, I didn't know I was ever going to have to defend that Oh, statement. yeah. I don't know. I'm just curious. Like, because somehow, I forget what it was. I was, I get curious and I look up random shit and I noticed that one of Kanye's songs that is actually a pretty good song. I'm living in that 21st century, doing something mean to it, do it better than anybody. Didn't I play this on the show? Possibly. So this is called Power, and it's a pretty good song. I, I like it. Show. It's got a good beat. It actually has interesting lyrics. But everyone calls Kanye a genius. But did you guys know that there are fourteen other people that wrote this song? Mm-hmm. So, so it? who is the genius? That's <laughs> what I want to defend know. Kanye. Fourteen people wrote this song. You want me to defend his? Yeah, genius? yeah. I would like to know. I'd like to know how you defend <laughs> yes, the, the yes. heinous genius from a genius. From a genius. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, don't you think for you, for anyone, to make a whole bunch of money on a song, wouldn't it be better to employ? 14 Jewish people to write it for you? Ah, that's a good point. And then blame them for all your problems. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of that. Yeah, I and I know that this is how pop songs work. Like, all songs have writers mm -hmm. nobody knows about. And sure. for some reason, it's just the way that music works, but it befuddles me. So I was the one who argued that he wasn't a genius Yeah. against Brett years ago when mm -hmm. I didn't even know who right. he was. And now I know who he was, and I still argue he's not a genius, but I'm arguing in his favor against you. I think mm. in 2005, he was backstage at the Katrina Relief <laughs> Telethon, 
And he looked Mike and Myers up and down, and he said, "That guy is soared, way too white, soared too high for too long. I'm going to yeah. go out there and end his career." Yeah. <laughs> George Bush did. don't like white people, and he did. That's power. Yeah. He does. There's no. There's no verse about yeah. that in the song "Power." And then there was also was it the Grammys or something where he ran up and and Taylor Swift yelled at Taylor Swift because yeah. she dumb white bitch or something. No, uh, no, 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 no. He's got a lot of hate in him, honestly. When you think about it, I'm he defending him. Started by saying he thought Beyonce should have won the award that Taylor Swift. Okay, won. sure. So he took the mic from her, right? And okay. he might have taken the Grammy too. Mm. And he turned to her. And she was young at the time. You oh, know? Yeah. I mean, this was like 15 years ago. And he said, I'm going to let you finish, right? I'm going to let you finish your acceptance speech. But I think I'm Kanye. And I think Beyonce's <laughs> album was better. That's yeah. a hard clip to watch. Anything of Kanye is very, very hard to watch. <laughs> well, let's watch Michael it. Jackson was a human being. But damn it, he was a... I'm going to fast forward. The New York City's forward. radio... Oh, shit, this is news. Rock from Swift. Where's the actual... Go Taylor! There we go. Kanye interrupted. Go Taylor! He's got the mic. I'm really happy for you. I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. One of the best videos of all time. Oh, he gave the mic back. So he didn't take the Grammy. At least he respected white people that much. Green Day, during their speech, lobbied for MTV... There you go. Yeah. When was that? When was that? Probably uh, 2008. I wish I had that ago. kind of confidence. Right? Yeah. Where I could just walk up and be like, I disagree with <laughs> everything that's happening here, so I need to stop and voice my opinion. Like, Skinny what if, white bitch What if I just enough. walked up in front of giant crowds on live television yeah. and just played a clip of this show of me voicing an opinion? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's how you get to it, genius status. Yeah, you if you're younger to- and a genius... Because like, do you think easy. he was younger than me? Then, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think uh, he's that young. But that's what it takes to be a genius. You know, we're t- we try to we try to <laughs> we try to smooth out all these people's eccentricities. But without the insanity that that is a man that can run up on stage and yell how Taylor Swift sucks is the kind of man that also makes incredible art mm-hmm. and like shoes that people love and. Then he goes on anti-Jewish rants sometimes, you know. It's interesting. Here's my thing with back to He's the 45 now. years old. Okay, he's my age. When, when, when was he born? June 8th, 1977. So he's just barely older than me. Okay. <clears throat> but he was older than you are then. No, he's younger than you <laughs> He's now. younger then than I am now. He was younger then than but you only are Only by a couple of now. years. No, by many <laughs> years. He was 32. Hmm. So yeah, uh, four years. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't want to be angry, you know. Yeah. Like when Babygate started last week. Oh yeah. I said <laughs> oh, to Andrew. He was so angry. I said to Andrew, I go. I'm gonna kick that baby. Well, I was conscious of it, and I said, I don't know why I'm so upset about this. And Andrew goes, I don't either. <laughs> Right, and then I just sat there silently. I was a lot happier than you. I sat there silently. I didn't yell that. I just said, "I don't either," but uh, I think it's fine. But then I sat silently, and then you said, "Okay, yeah, I I understand, and I appreciated that understanding." Um, but I thought about it all weekend. Like, what is bothering me so much about this because situation? You knew well, what bothers what was behind the baby gate? <laughs> you knew what was coming. Steep stairs behind the baby gate. Mm. More trouble. Uh, no way to satisfy 
Right. There's no solving the right. problem. I uh, I totally understand being angry about this situation because this is an unreasonable, stupid person. No. Uh, a, a, a mother who's terrified sure. of all things. Unreasonable, maybe. Unreasonable, sure. Stupid, yeah. maybe. Mm. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes. Stupid. Unappreciative, no. No, she appreciates Very that appreciative. you're trying to save her dumb baby. Mm-hmm. Maybe she should teach this baby not to be a fucking idiot. Then I, maybe this, maybe this baby. baby needs to fall down some fucking stairs, and then it will learn. It's kind of how I feel. But I told her, I said, look, if this fix doesn't, yeah. if you're not happy with this, like, basically, I said her baby's name Harry. So little Harry. Uh-huh. <laughs> what was so funny about <laughs> nothing he couldn't um, finish that sentence because little harry yeah i just said look if harry takes these gates out now he's one i give up i flat out told her that yeah other than <laughs> welding yeah. rebar <laughs> across the entire stairs what else are you supposed to do now i had a solution days ago yeah, that I right. solution was fine. I was it to no. put in a slide? No, I think so. That when the baby falls, he just goes wee to the end of the stairs. No, nope. well, that actually would have been a be- easier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> would have required less designing. Yeah, yeah. and building. Right. Um, that I think ninety ninety nine percent of parents before nineteen ninety would have been happy with, and yeah. maybe ninety three percent of parents this year would be happy with yeah mm-hmm. as far as like and there's also like we're going to divide responsibilities on keeping the baby safe some will be up to us the complete strangers yeah and some will have to be up to you the fucking parents with the full-time yeah, right? nanny yeah yes. oh what there's a nanny with a full-time nanny that's at least 50 on the parent 50 on the nanny zero on you <laughs> Right. The owner of the home. So when this all began we basically thought we were dropping off three baby gates yeah four Maybe a husband could put them oh, in. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. a nanny. Maybe a handy nanny. Handy nanny. Yeah. Ooh. But no, I'm guessing no one was... Jeez, you know, for all the work we've done today, yeah. I feel like we, we should have gone over there and got some handies from the nanny. <laughs> some nanny handies. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Write that down. Okay. <laughs> so, um, but I I really like pondered this over the weekend okay yeah like what is up that that i'm gonna let something like this get to me Mm. then i remembered something my friend john said and i should know this i'm old enough and i think wise enough to know this it's just a matter of remembering it in those moments what is it say yes to it okay and i said that to a group of people while i was cursing out the uh creator of baby gate to a group of people this morning in a discussion and i said you know what that's life say yes to it hmm that's all you can do, and then maybe something happens from there. Maybe you solve it from there. But I feel like there's just still too many times in my life where I'm not just saying, okay, this is what's fucking happening. Don't get angry. Get a solution. I'm spoiled. Now, yeah. I'm a spoiled guy. And I think I've made a lot of progress in this. But for a long time, every day, I just did whatever I wanted. You never and had then to if I had to go to the grocery store gates. and I couldn't go right up and check out because someone was in front of me, I was furious. Hmm. Yeah. And I needed to uh, grow from that and just accept. So I yeah, like baby a, that's gate. That's a lot now. of impatience. I like. Did I did it? Was there one moment today where I didn't seem like I was having a good time? You seem fine today. Great. <laughs> but I love it. Here's the thing. So what I've learned with these types of people, these are people that 
stack the deck against you from day one, mm-hmm. right? They present you with an impossible problem. Now, what if you go in and you actually solve that impossible problem? These people are eternally grateful. They go, holy shit. No one's ever been able to deal with me before. Least of which myself or my husband who's gone. Right. Yeah. And I think we're going to solve it. And I think she's going to be incredibly grateful. And then throughout the process of installing the baby gates, there are many other hurdles thrown our way. Oh, yeah. So we're trying to juggle baby gates, all the hardware, all the mounting. Yeah. And new problems are just coming at us. Mm Mm-hmm. Like new babies being chucked down at these gates? Pretty much, yeah. But uh, <laughs> Hold the tide of babies at the gates. I don't know. It's something to get through. That's all it is. Yeah. I guess so. Well, that is the problem when you're in a service. And it's probably you're a in loser. a service industry, right? Well, so you kind of have to make the customer happy to right. certain extents. And it will be a loser, meaning uh, we're losing time. We're losing money on this. Mm. It's not going to pay off in the end. Even if she's like, I'll pay for everything. Yeah. There's no way to get this back. She can't pay for this. The price I would charge her to pay for this would be outrageous. I mean, the yeah. opportunity It's $6,000. It's $6,000 for what you put us through. She's not going to pay that. How? Were these gates made out of titanium? It's not even the gates. The gates aren't even the problem. Extra oh. pieces, labor, time, mm-hmm. yeah, it's really opportunity the time and cost. Yeah. Hmm. It's delaying other things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're not done yet. You're not done we couldn't yet. Even, no, we couldn't even finish today because some COVID crazy, crazy in-laws were coming. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to like get out of the house. Yeah, we had to not only get out of the house, but we had to kind of be quiet too because little Harry, yeah, was was sleeping. And you're like, look, bitch, do you want the baby to live? Then I'm sitting there trying to do stuff. And little not. Harry's throwing toys at me. Yeah, oh, geez, yeah, yeah, yeah. And where's the mother during this work? Oh, yeah. Jesus, that kid's gonna grow up to be a monster. He seemed fine to me. I saw him. I looked. I, we looked in each other's eyes. <laughs> yeah. We had a moment. I had some time alone. I talked to him. Yeah. Yeah. I said, look, don't be like your parents. Yeah. Did you consider throwing him downstairs at all to see if he would learn? No. Uh, I had a dream last night that I was in a video game. Okay. I was like this Mario character. And I'm just trying to build baby gates as fast as possible, but she's at the top of the stairs and she's just throwing babies over the gate. And I have to keep trying to build the gate higher and higher and higher and higher. And it's just like, boom, boom. She throws another baby over the gate, another baby over the gate. Wow, you're describing Dr. Mario. That was my entire weekend. Yeah, man, I wish I knew where my Mario... See? Did you dream it or did it happen? No, it happened. I, I wasted way too much time playing Dr. Mario. All right. Well, I love Dr. Mario. It's like Tetris with more anxiety. Well, I don't know. I felt liberated in some way yeah. by this. Like, how do you how do you just uh, Andrew is better at this? Like just liking these things. Like, oh, I didn't like it. I had way better shit to do today. No, I know. He had Dr. Mario to play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's well, you, that is part of life is that you have to weigh the pros and cons of the situation that you're in and and uh, figure out, yeah, you know, can I get angry about this or can I find a solution and get it over with and then make the customer happy? But the, to the, And also then you will have a solution for the next customer that's an uh, unreasonable bitch. Or you at least know that there's the possibility of making one after you dealt with the previous situation. But to yeah. the bigger picture of serenity, you know, I was on Twitter. Uh oh. Recently. Where you right? go for serenity. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and yeah. I was just like, none of this 
Everybody is so perpetually angry every day about the same stuff. Yeah. And all the stuff they're angry about just gets worse. And I'm scrolling through it and I'm going, this is nothing but entertainment. Yeah. There's no tracking time. Now, I was very happy tracking time last week. I only spent like 24 minutes on Twitter all week, which is good. You've been tracking time all week? Yeah, I did. Yeah. How good were you at it? Like, how much did you fuck up? How much did I you... I saw J slash O, and I was like, what could this be? It's... How how honest were you? How often did I look at it and go, uh, I haven't been eating for two hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah that happens, off. but you can edit them. You can them. fix it. Yeah. yeah, you can fix them. Um, I did one <laughs> J slash O. I did one J slash O. You can really J slash O the day away. And I did not J slash O. Unless you're measuring it, and then you just feel too bad to possibly do that. But right. I did one, and I used the internet. <laughs> okay? I used the To show internet. the rest of the world what yeah. was happening. He <laughs> live streamed it to Facebook. Then I get an email from a guy who goes, I have a video of you jerking off, and you owe me a Bitcoin. <laughs> and I said, this time you're right. No, I used the internet. I was a consumer. Of internet material for a J slash O. Pull out your dicks and I'll suck them. But mm. I sped through the process. Here's the thing. This is what I'm here this week to tell you. Oh, okay. oh boy. <laughs> My J slash O was under. <laughs> Incomplete? Nope. Oh, that's an interesting thing, right? You Jade, but you didn't know. I didn't want to. <laughs> well, okay. The category of J slash O. Is exactly that. Because you could start Jaying. Right. Right? You're Jaying. You need to focus on the O. You're Jaying. And then you go, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. You know? Yeah. Oh. And you don't owe. You don't owe. You just give up? Well, you invest all that time and you're just like, well, this Jang was a bad idea, but I'm not even going to pay it off. The Jang is about the O, I think. But it is. is it really? But it, this is what I realized. I, long story short, skip to the end. I lied. Okay? I lied to the app, to my phone, to everybody but all of you right now. <laughs> J slash O was filed under leisure time. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> leisure what the fuck i can't do whatever i want during leisure time no leisure time has to be justifiable <laughs> nine o'clock at night that's what that's I, why i break it out like i can't justify tv video i can't justify vr of all things in my world you think i can justify vr yeah that's no a, i'm on relaxation and fun R. well so I broke my phone today, and now I can't track my time yet until I get a new one. But um, oh. how do you how do you break your phone? You're going to say how do you break all your phones? Is yeah, that what you were gonna kinda. Say? Yeah. Um, when was the last time I broke a phone? I dropped one in the toilet on the show in 2017. I think I've been pretty good since then. Oh yeah, yeah. How long have you had that phone? Over a year. Oh. But I've been breaking <laughs> it. So I got this phone right. Is it? Yeah. Why don't you have a case? Because That'd be big help. 
a long time I had a caseless lifestyle. Do you know what a caseless lifestyle is? Yeah, it's for stupid people who want to break their phone. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's somebody who is not putting their phone in a lot of danger. Like most of the time your phone just sits on a desk. Yeah. Or you work out at home and you just play whatever you're listening to through your phone in your home gym and you don't need headphones. So you're not carrying it around with you. So you just set it down on the stairs and yeah, you're fine. Safe. Or you just okay. think, surely Brett's not going to drop a dumbbell on my stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> That is a caseless lifestyle. But for the last like six months or so, I have been needing a case and I just did not get one. So I should have gotten one. But I've slowly broken the phone over time, cracking the screen, cracking the back of it, yeah. getting paint on it, getting fingerprints and stuff like that. So this was inevitable. And I'm just starting resigning myself to like, I got to get a new phone soon. I got to yeah. get a new phone soon. You don't live a caseless lifestyle anymore. Now I live a case lifestyle. Yeah. Case in point. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like I am pretty safe with my phone, but I, I want that case because just shit happens. Sometimes it falls out of a pocket and you're not doing anything crazy and it just falls out. And if you got that case, you're like, whew, thank God. There, I've got a phone that's like four and a half years old. There was another time yeah. where I lived a caseless lifestyle, mm -hmm. but had a case, which was great. That day where I drove away from LA Fitness in McCandless with it on my trunk lid. Oh, and I think I remember that. I found it in the middle of McKnight Road, unscathed. Oh. That was the phone I had before this one. Yeah. That phone I was able to replace naturally. Yeah. Right. Just naturally? On, like, I like my own choosing to replace. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. When it was time. When and it was just, time. Listeners, so you know, McKnight Road is not like yonder mountain lane. No. It's a busy highway. It's a busy road. It's like road. a four-lane road. Not a highway, I guess, but a road. It's like Pearl Street where you live. Yeah, what? Yeah, it is like Pearl Street where you live. I don't yeah. know where I live. I don't have a Pearl Street. It's like South like, Pearl what's Street. What's Pearl Street? It's like, it's, a, it's like South Pearl Street, like once you get out of town. Yeah. Or North Pearl Street. Could like be. when you get away from where all the buildings are and things can really oh, open okay. up yeah. for some retail. But it's still very busy. Lots of buildings are just further from the front of the road. Lots of shops. Yeah. Still lots of lights mall, and lanes. Yeah. Right. Traffic. So what the fuck? Uh, or, yeah, so I can't track time anymore. Oh, and man. until I get the app again. But I learned some things. Now, also, the app is fucking with you as far as how it creates reports. I have a girlfriend. She's been on the show, Gabriella. When I'm with her or talking to her on the phone... I was just interested in like how much, you know, of my life is percentage wise. Not, I mean, I, I feel bad saying that, but I just wanted to have that information, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, and, whoa, spending a lot of time with this bitch. Jesus. But while I'm with Gabriella, mm -hmm. I'm driving. While I'm with Gabriella, I'm sleeping. If I'm talking on the phone with her, I might be multitasking in some okay. way. Right? Housework category with the broom. Something icon? like that. Yeah. What? <laughs> a broom icon? <laughs> it might be overlapping with leisure. Mm hmm. Indeed. You know? Yeah. Get it? J.O. File under leisure. <laughs> <laughs> so I look at it at the end of the week and I go, sleep 19% of the time. That's not good. That doesn't seem right. That's not good at all. That seems mm, wrong. Yeah. Then I start thinking about other things. I will be doing work, right? Or driving for work okay. or driving for personal. 
while listening to unproductive media or productive media. You're doing air quotes. Actionable. Yeah. I'm doing lots of air quotes. Yeah. Actionable media, unproductive media. Am I reading an audiobook? <laughs> I lost track of he's starting the quote next time or ending it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What, where do these quotes go? All right. One of the biggest percentages was unproductive media. Yeah. So Tim, listening to what, Alex Tim Jones? Pool? No, Tim oh, Pool. Tim Pool yeah. uh, replays a Portman show. <laughs> Why? Why would you do? That? I I always listen to it after. Oh God! How can we do better? I say. No, we can't. How can James do better? I, say. <laughs> I, I won't. <laughs> um, <laughs> we can't. You won't. <laughs> um, and I go. I got to cut that out. Yeah. So. But I mean, if if you're driving, what what do you, what's the matter? If you're listening to a podcast while driving, but you want to be listening to something that's educational or so I, somehow I, beneficial, yeah. So I ran my pie chart report, and okay. I was like, oh. I gotta, I gotta knock this unproductive media thing way down. But the other thing you're is, like, this chart's too much pie. What it does is all the time you spend. Like, let's say you track time for five days. Right? Okay, that's 120 hours. But what if like 25 of those hours are like some overlap of activities? Okay. Right. Yeah. Gabriella and sleeping. Yeah. Right. And that goes on for eight hours. That's an eight hour overlap right there. So I look at it and it says sleep 19 point something percent. And I go, that's like five hours a night or less, less than five hours a night. And that's not accurate. So I go, this is no good. Hmm. So I, I love, a, I remember how excited I was when I heard there could be a pie chart about me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> last yeah you're week. Super excited. The pie chart I look at is not accurate. Or it's not telling the whole story. Yeah. So maybe I just learn like, okay, you have to stop doing this. You have to be honest when you're having a J-O, right? A but, pie chart? Yeah. You have to um, cut down on unproductive media. Mm. You have to set, you have to consciously set limits for yourself on certain things. Yeah, I think the Brett pie is, is made up with some, you know, understandable components but there's some secret ingredients in there a pie chart <laughs> yeah yeah i jizzed in it right and i didn't tell anyone <laughs> i'll never jack if i do this <laughs> <laughs> or you'll lie <laughs> but i came clean here didn't yeah i, I mean sounds I, came like it. I and i owed i owed no, congrats. <laughs> what did you owe? <laughs> At the end of the jacking, I owed. Oh, yes. You owed many a towel. Yes, it was mm. a towel. It was a full bath towel. Oh, I thought you meant airport. It's like an airstrip. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Laid out the long way. That was more like, no, if it was like a towel compared to a paper towel, that's more like a grass airstrip no <laughs> unimproved runway yeah how many times do you use a bath towel before you wash it uh, about a week four to seven okay so i'm on about five six with this one okay and i put it then you jacked on it and you're like okay only three more to go <laughs> i put it on the sink and i get in the shower right I get out of the shower and no. it's falling on the floor. <laughs> okay. I got to jack on it now. I said, yes. <laughs> That's what he said. I can jack it and get one more use. 
And then I did. Oh, and boy, do you feel do you feel safe? Safe with oh, a yeah. bath towel under you. Mm. You know? Yeah. No one's gonna know. No. No one's True. gonna know. Yeah, you're not gonna crash that plane. You're not gonna overshoot. <laughs> right. Unless you leave in haste and like leave it on the bed. Mm. Well, now that you're tracking your time, you can save margin for that. I always worry about that. Like I always like when I leave, I don't want anybody. You know, I'm real thorough with cleaning up everything. You think someone's going to break into your house? No, I mean, if I leave, right, and I get in my car and I'm driving down Venture Street. Sure. You know, headed to McKnight Road. Oh, as one does. And a meteorite hits me. Yeah. Right? (laughs) Then eventually people have to go to my house and gather my things, and they're like, oh, look, he jacked off on a bath towel. He left it (laughs) on his bed. Venture Street leading down to McKnight Road is kind of like Maplewood Way where you live. Yes. To Earl? Right. What? <laughs> I tried to talk. <laughs> I sucked in a vape, tried to talk, coughed. Didn't work. I uh, apologize to all the people that listen to the show. When we come back from the break. Oh, will we? Because I, I have to do everything bathroom-wise, but I'm going to settle for peeing. <laughs> um, when we come back from the break, Andrew and I will reveal what oh. movie we watched. Did you watch oh, yeah. it by yourself? Or did yeah, you watch I watched it James? by myself. Oh, okay. I couldn't sleep last night. I stayed up way too late. I finished a movie I'd started. And then I just rolled right into another movie that I had no desire to watch. But yeah. I watched it. Andrew described this as it's not a, movie. No. a was that Herb Alpert? Herb no. Alpert? No, that was Goldfinger. Oh, okay. Goldfinger. Um by Tina Turner. Who was it? Goldfinger. By who? I don't fucking know. Andrew yeah. described it as a movie he should not have watched. No. I will describe mine as a movie I should have rewatched a long oh. time ago. Gold, oh, Goldfinger is by I was John Barry. Convinced that we both watched the same movie and we were both going to talk about it, but now I'm disappointed. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, I'm, oh, now I'm confused. I'm looking up info. Goldfinger is the title song from 1964 James Bond film composed by John Barry and with lyrics by Leslie Bricuse and Anthony Newley. The song was performed by Shirley Bassey for the film's opening and closing title sequences, as well as the soundtrack album release. The single release of the song gave Bassey her only Billboard Hot 100 Top 40 hit, peaking in the top 10 and number 8 number 2 for four weeks on the adult contemporary chart and in the United Kingdom, the single reached number 21. The song finished at number 53 in AFI's 100 Years 100 Song Survey of Top Tunes in American Cinema. In 2008, the single was included, oh, I'm sorry, inducted in the Grammy Hall of Fame. Background, Leslie Bracuse and Anthony Newley were asked to create the lyrics for the song, but when its composer John Barry played them the first three notes, Bracuse and Newley looked at each other and sang out, Wider than a mile to the melody of Moon River, the popular theme song from Breakfast at Tiffany's. Barry was not amused. One source of inspiration was the song Mac the Knife, which director Guy Hamilton showed Barry, thinking it was a gritty and rough song that could be a good model for what the film required. Bercuse and Newley were not shown any film footage or script excerpts, but were advised of the fatal gliding suffered by the Jill Masterson character. Hmm. Oh, the fatal gilding, my apologies, listener, played by Shirley Eaton. 
Bercuse later recalled that once he and Newley hit upon utilizing the Midas touch in the lyric, the pattern of the song became evident and the lyrics were completed within a couple of days at most. The first recording of Goldfinger was made by Newley on 14 May 1964 with Barry as conductor, which produced two completed takes. Barry recalled that Newley gave a very creepy performance, which he, Barry, considered terrific. Newley's recording, however, was made purely as a demo for the film's makers. According to Barry, Newley didn't want to sing it in the movie as they, Newley and Bercuse, thought the song was a bit weird. Shirley Bassey was Barry's choice to record the song. He had been the conductor on Bassey's national tour in December 1963, and the two had also been romantically involved. Barry had played Bassey, an instrumental track of the song, before its lyrics were written. The singer recalled that hearing the track had given her goosebumps. She agreed to sing the song, whatever the lyrics might eventually be. Bassey recorded the track on 20 August 1964 at London's CTS Studios in Wembley. The producer credit named Bassey's regular producer, George Martin, but the session was, in fact, overseen by Barry. Vic Flick, Jimmy Page, and Big Jim Sullivan were all said to have been at the sessions. Page recalls attending the sessions, but session musicians on the Bond films were separately re relegated to the instrumental score versions of songs, while the main musicians, on Goldfinger being Vic Flick, were given the main theme song to solely record to be featured at the beginning of the film, leaving Page as a background acoustic contributor to Flick on the instrumental version of the song. The recording of Goldfinger lasted all night because Barry demanded repeated takes, not due to any shortcomings in Bassey's vocal, but musical or technical glitches. Initially, Bassey had problems with the climactic final note, which necessitated her slipping behind a studio partition between takes to remove her bra. Bassey said of the final note, I was holding it and holding it. I was looking at John Barry, and I was going blue in the face, and he's going, hold it just one more second. When I finished... It nearly passed out. When it finished, I nearly passed out. The iconic two-note phrase, which is the basis of the song's introduction, was not in the original orchestration, but occurred to Barry during a tea break. Following an hour and a half of rehearsal, by the time the musicians returned, 20 minutes later, he had written the figure into the orchestration. The single was released in mono, with the album stereo version on the film soundtrack, Golden Hits of Shirley Bassey and subsequent releases, using an alternate mix in which the instruments are the same, but Bassey's vocal is different, being a shade less intense and having a shorter final note. Newley's version was released in 1992 to mark the 30th anniversary of James Bond on film in a compilation collector's edition, The Best of Bond, James Bond. Bassey's title theme was almost taken out of the film because producer Harry Saltzman hated it, saying, That's the worst shit song I've ever heard in my fucking life. Saltzman also disliked Bassey's subsequent Bond theme for Diamonds Are Forever. However, there was not enough time for a replacement song to be written and recorded. <laughs> Beckons you to enter his web of sin. 
kiss of death from Mr. Goldfinger. This is the second half of the Satanic Tranny Show. Welcome to the 2023 Grammys, where if you have a dick, get out! If you have a vagina, get out! But if you swap them, come on in! I liked your devil voice That's that. my devil voice. <laughs> what? Do we have enough Grammy talk for one year? Yes. Yeah, All I think right. so. Brett, you watched a movie? Most of the time, the Grammys are... Just shit I've never heard about. It's music. And thankfully, exactly. <laughs> but I remember, I remember watching the Grammys. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And Congrats. Oh, you have more to say? They you would be like, a long and time. the winner is Michael Jackson. And the winner is Elton John. Are you like a thousand years old? I'm old enough <laughs> to have been alive during the... <laughs> and the winner is... Robert Johnson. Does anybody know who it is? He sang the blues. He knew the devil. He went down to a place where I had been, where the devil meets people. And I saw him there too. And I... All right. So what I'm saying is, like, yeah, I remember when there was a lot more talent. You know, the Grammys were not a statement. Hmm. I would say right. that I could even remember when the Academy Awards. Oh, we're more geez. about cinematic achievement than jacking off to ridiculous nonsense. Unrecorded jacking off, lying to yourself <laughs> on your tracking. Yeah, leisure. You're really tracking off. Yeah. Um, have we really become just the back in my day people? <laughs> yes. I said that to somebody this morning. I said, I feel like I'm ready to get all the voice in my head. Is that, like, back in my day? What is that noise in the yeah, background? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's Puke's headphones oh, no. coming through the microphone. Oh, no. Can you guys hear that? Yes. Yeah, but... What about now? No. No? I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I was, I was making sound effects, and I turned my head towards my screen. So, like, if I do... What if I do music? Can you guys hear that? No. No. He's jamming a microphone into his ear. It makes it not better. Did you hear that or no? You weren't supposed to be able to. Did you hear that no. or no? None of you fucking answered. <laughs> that's why I kept that. no immediately. I didn't hear. All right. Well, that's weird. I don't know. Okay. Anyway. Well, I'll just play the effect if you guys want to hear it. I love it. That sounds lovely. It explains why it sounded like a wah 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 Yeah, that's exactly what it sounded like, but very quietly, and I thought I was going crazy or having auditory hallucinations. So, you, oh, you explain to people this morning? No. Yeah, I was talking to people about, like, I feel like I'm getting into real uh, back in my day. 
kind of territory whenever I see something. And I feel like that's how we justify anger, right? That's what this Twitter shit is so good for, is like you get to be judgmental and impatient yeah, and then attach some kind of righteousness to, to that. But, but Okay, let's not think about the negative because it's easy just to focus on the negative. Like, oh, back in my day and you kids this and you kids that and these young people can't this and people today are so weak because of that. No. Uh-huh. That's just focusing on the negative. Why don't you focus on the positive? Yeah. Like back in my day, blacks weren't allowed in the cafe. Kind of. That's a positive. Kind of. <laughs> I mean, you're going the right direction. Yeah. Sort of. Oh, God. Well, what's one of your examples? Okay. Back in my day. What? I'll let the listener figure it out what I was going to say. So last week I had to go to uh, State College on Thursday. Which state? Pennsylvania. That's the name of the city. State College. What a dumb fucking name of a city. It's where Penn State exists. It's about an hour east of Punxsutawney. Oh, that's where they So have I went to State hugs. College on Thursday. Thursday was February 2nd. February 2nd is well known as... It's, it's a pretty special day. And uh, not everybody knows the history. It actually comes from England. It's gone a long day. Yeah, and it's in remembrance of uh, what happened to us. We were rounded up. Oh, yeah, we were rounded up and taken. And they just said, you live here now and you'll dig here. We don't want you digging in our spots anymore. So we looked around and there was a big fence we all looked at each other, and then I think I said, because I was there, well, let's dig under the fence and go home, and we did. So uh, I went to State College. Yeah. And... uh Mm-mm. I got there. I did what I had to do. I went to my appointments, went to the Penn State University's out there. That's why I was there. Yeah. And uh, Did you to, wrestle? No. So I had to I, meet that's all I know about Penn State. About the, about the football. Uh, that seems like a way bigger deal than part? the wrestling. I feel like wrestling is pretty big out there. Are you kidding me? Listeners. Listeners who none of you are <laughs> in this part of the world. Uh, what do you know about Penn State? One, there was a giant news story. Joe Paterno. That had to do with football. Joe Two, the reason it was such a big new, such a big story is because football is the most important thing at Penn State. Yeah. Hmm. This is like saying the biggest sports team in Dallas is the Stars. <laughs> that's, wait, is that hot? Yeah, that's hockey. I remember from the quiz. Anyway. <laughs> um, so I'm out there at Penn State, and I finished what I had to do at like 4 o'clock, and I had... Okay. I was gonna supposed to have dinner at six o'clock with somebody. Okay. So, so you got an I'm hour like, and a half. Yeah. To kill. Uh, yeah. Five thirty. Did you I'll, go to a football game then? No. Did you go to a wrestling match? No, I wouldn't do either one. Wrestling's of those. big there. That's what I hear. Yeah, I heard it's the biggest thing. Joe Paterno. Yep. Weren't they wrestling kids in the shower? Yeah, Jerry Sandusky <laughs> yeah. had a wrestling tournament. Didn't he though? Wasn't there something about like we're gonna wrestle? 
Maybe. Oh, I don't know. I thought it, I just knew he was a wrestling coach. Well, he's he a got, football coach, you fucking moron. I know football, nothing about Penn State. <laughs> but he was going to do something with kids. Like, you get them in the shower and you say, oh, this is where we wrestle. It's safer. Oh. <laughs> Whoop, the soap fell. And where were the kids coming from? Yeah, weren't they like young kids? They weren't like. Yeah, where is everyone getting they kids? Like college I students. I don't know. I mean, we found a baby, but we got lucky. <laughs> so, hmm. Um. Anyway, I'm out there. Finish at four o'clock. Dinner at six. Right. So I go to my hotel and I'm like, I got some time to kill. I can sit there and do emails. Yeah. I can relax. I mean, nap for a bit. That dinner got postponed to seven. Oh. I'm like, oh, I'm definitely napping now because I got to have dinner and then drinks afterwards and hang out and try and be fun until yeah. like, I don't know, 10 o'clock. Oh, my God. I don't want to do that. So, like, I'd be happy if it was like, yeah, done at eight. You'd be happy. Back if you, in time for Tim Pool. You'd be happy if you slowly drove through the parking lot at a restaurant and waved and said, hey, everybody, and kept no. on driving and then left. I went to a great. I had an amazing steak. The best steak I've had in years. What made it so great? Yeah, what's uh, what was great about it? It was expensive. It was expensive. made of beef. Oh, it was expensive. So it was therefore, really it was good. Amazing. It had like, the right <laughs> amount of like pepper on the outside. Oh, they would cut it to any size you want. Boy, did I order too much. Wait, they cut it for you? The the cut like you could order whatever size steak that you want. Oh, I see. In ounces. Mm-hmm. I thought you meant it like how many did you do? I think I did sixteen. That seems. I want to go to a restaurant it's, where it I order reasonable a... to me too. I want to go to a restaurant uh-huh. where I order a steak mm-hmm. and I sit in a chair uh-huh. in a lounging position mm-hmm. and a lady in a bikini cuts the steak and puts it in my mouth. I don't want a woman not properly protected wielding a knife. Yeah, I don't want well, She's not going to stab and what herself. If the, what if the steak squirts on her? That seems gross. Mm. I don't know. No. Then you get to, uh, yeah, let's move on. This is why I don't like bare feet, because you don't know what could have landed on those <laughs> what feet. What if she cuts the steak with her feet because she has no arms? Because it's a very progressive steakhouse. Uh, I don't want that <laughs> then either. why are they objectifying women? Right. Oh, yeah. Great Especially point. She's trans. Women. Yeah. There you go. It's got a dick. <laughs> dick is out. Everybody loves that. So... I had time to kill, right? A pie chart. And then my, uh, <laughs> I was the pie. Oh yeah, that would, no. Usually in a hotel, that's what you go do, and you waste way too much time. J and O, getting oh, a pie. You, no, you get into a hotel room. You go, ooh, oh, yeah. I don't know. Sexy. There's nothing to do in here but jerk off. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I. No, you. Go, I know there's cameras. What am I gonna do? Sit at there's the little a camera. Table? There's a camera. I'm a man. Sit on the chair that I put my luggage on. How does my boner look in this floor-to-ceiling mirror? Oh, yeah, yeah. There are big mirrors there. Yeah, how's and my Interesting look? lighting. Turn on the TV and watch cable. Right, that's what I did. And you're like, wow, oh my God, this is terrible. No, that's what How I did. How the fuck do people pay and for this I know it was shit? on uh, repeating all day, Groundhog Day. Hey! And I went, have I watched this from start to finish? What? When have I... Like, has that ever even happened? Have I ever watched this from, <laughs> from start to finish? Is this the movie that you wanted to talk about? No. Okay. I'm a groundhog. The movie that I wanted to talk about was Groundhog Day. Oh, okay. Hi. So you're level one, too. What do you mean I'm level one? It was Why? Groundhog Day. No, it wasn't on Groundhog Day. But of course you're going to watch Groundhog Day around Groundhog Day. Or any time like of the year. It was fucking August, and you're like, I'm going to watch Groundhog Day. Mm, I get better reasons. It was an inspired choice. <laughs> well, but I started it maybe 20 minutes in. So I couldn't watch it from start to finish. So what did I do? 
I watched it from J-O? 20 minutes in oh. to finish to 20 minutes in. Jack mm. off? No. At no point. <laughs> I didn't have time. I was too busy watching Groundhog Day with commercials, so it took longer. But it's a really good movie. It oh, is. Yeah, of course no, it they is. Say, it's so good. They say it's a revolutionary movie. It really is good. <laughs> revolutionary. Well, think about, about it. How many times has it been copied? Like, many movies have copied this movie. That's very true. First of all, it became part of our lexicon of saying, like, when something is repetitive. Yeah, you've been groundhog dayed. You've been groundhog dayed. <laughs> you've been. Or, or it, you have to keep. I used it. I thought I invented oh, yeah. this this analogy. Like when of I would course say, you would. You would have the same conversation with somebody. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Of course, I fucking would. Yeah, I did. I fucking do. Like, All I, right. I think I am. Brett invented Groundhog Day. What? No. I think I'm creative. Fucking check the tapes. Oh, I will. Okay. Okay. We have tapes. A pie chart. Can I we get should the- make tapes of this show. <laughs> yeah. We really should. I tried to make a coffee table book, and everyone was like, you're a fake. Actually, if you can give it to me on... My phone doesn't work, so if you can give it to me on burnable CDs, I'll listen to it on the way. Okay, I'm down if we make a coffee table. (laughs) It's a coffee table made out of tapes of this show. (laughs) That's pretty great. Yeah, Uh, so you thought that you came up with the idea of what? Like a repetitive day that doesn't end until you find true love? I said you talk to somebody, like you argue with somebody about yeah. your views. You okay. wear them down. They go, okay, you're probably right. You see them a week later. They believe all the same shit they did when you started arguing with them the week before. Oh, uh, yeah. Groundhog Day. Yeah. Right? You have to replay the same thing with the person over and over again. I think I invented that. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, um, but apparently, what Brett's saying is he is Harold Ramis, right? Still fuck. <laughs> Harold Ramis and Bill Murray, yeah, fought the whole time over what the movie was supposed to be about. Oh, did they really? Interesting. I don't know this. I only know my yeah. perspective. Yeah, on this is going to ruin a movie many times in the past, and then again recently. But you've never seen the movie straight through. No, because it was always on TV. It was always on cable. You can't start at the beginning. It is the movie that allowed for emerging of the fantasy or sort of like the out of this worldly kind of like premise but it didn't get all sci-fi no but like right like okay. fantasy and comedy coming together which was copied yeah. in movies throughout the decade like in things that were just completely implausible like truman show right like yeah. you just have to where there's just sort of a premise that you have to accept so they talked about like taking the script for Groundhog Day and like trying to sell it to studios and people like, yeah, but why does he repeat the same day? Is oh, it really? like a mad, a mad science? And they, they wanted him they to- They wanted put, to sci-fi it. No, they wanted there to be like an explanation in the movie, like a mad scientist right. or I guess a woman puts a curse on him or I've something. I've never thought about this before, but you're right. There is no, There's no explanation. exposition. It just is and you accept it because- like right. you're just taken to this world. What was the explanation in Trading Places? Uh, Jesus saves. No, I don't think you know no that's all explained. They, they, where they. Um, well, you see, you have to um, affirm people's people's choices, how they're born, and so you're trading places with the gender that you think that you are. I don't think you. Know this what was I'm race. About. Oh, race. Okay. Yeah. Eddie Mur- Murphy. Eddie Murray was a baseball player. For I got the some more Eddie Murphy talk later. Okay, Eddie Murphy brother of Charlie Murphy, was a comedic actor in the early 1980s, and he plays Billy Ray Valentine, a homeless man, right, who also has friends Mm. somehow, but he's homeless and he's a schemer, and Dan Aykroyd is like a young Wall Street guy, and he works for this big firm, 
I forget the name. Do you remember the name? I don't. I've seen Trading Places like twice when I was less than two digits yeah, old. I want to say Drummond and Drummond, but dr- the Drummonds were the people from um, Different Strokes. <laughs> hmm. Philip Drummond. Um, so it's these two brothers, Mortimer and uh, something. Fuck, it's on the tip of my tongue. They have this big Wall Street firm and they make a bet with each other that the homeless man played by Eddie Murphy runs into the the trading, their, their like secret club one day. And the two old men go, I bet I could, one of the old men says to the other old men, they're brothers, I bet we could make him just as successful as Thorn Winthrop. Dan Aykroyd's name is Winthrop, yeah. right? Because he's a real white, you know, blue blood. And they, they switch, they set it up. Right for them to like switch places for Dan Aykroyd's life to fall apart. And they for him basically, basically wished become- it. It's like it's like the genie or a wish to God. Like liar, liar. The kid wished his dad couldn't lie. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah, just fucking magic. But other than so, yeah, trading places had a totally plausible explanation though. It was the scheme of these two old fucks. Uh huh. But at Groundhog Day, there's no scheme. There's no scheme. There's no nothing. Scheme. There's no None. Explanation. There's just no a scheming. a bitter, self-absorbed man. I'm a groundhog. And a groundhog. Mm-hmm. There is a groundhog in it. There is. He drives a truck. He does drive a truck. Point. Now, it's also the movie yeah. that got Bill Murray consideration for serious roles because of how his much character he had development. Because yeah, how serious his role was. They wanted to cast Tom Hanks. Oh, really? They wanted to cast Tom Hanks that in this movie. Fuck. And then they said, no, we can't cut ca- ca- because everybody likes Tom Hanks and he's nice. So the character's redemption arc will be too predictable. Yeah. Uh, so Bill Murray played a, a Peter Venkman type character who was... Cynical. Yes. Less likable. Who's Peter Venkman? That was the guy from Ghostbusters that Bill Murray played. Oh. YouTube it. <laughs> okay. Um, Spell Venkman. Another consideration was Michael Keaton. There's nothing that on YouTube. Pretty good. And Michael, Michael Keaton can be... Yeah. That's pretty good. Michael Keaton said no to it because he was too busy planning multiplicity with Harold Ramis. Nope. Oh. He said no to it because with the same actress though. He said he didn't understand why the guy kept living the same day over oh, really? and over. <laughs> oh. He said it didn't make sense to him. So he couldn't really? like get into yeah. the he, he couldn't get into the role when he read it. Hmm. Um so interesting. Well I'm sure that a movie is like when you're reading a script, a movie must come off much different. And like when it's actually made. Yeah, you guys don't know what it's like. No visuals. Writing a no, thing that comes completely from your head and then having other people try and act it out. I know that for a long time you coward and fear. See, a fear that I may not triumph. That day may come where my courage fails me. Like that? Somehow know? he turned into kind of British. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I was trying to do um, the guy with the Churchill. Churchill. No, yeah, no British ever won a war. Not in the <laughs> long run. True. Not in the long run. Not in a long time. Not in a long run. Have they lo- have they won any wars? William the Conqueror. Yeah. That was like a thousand Who? years ago. William the Conqueror. I don't know. <laughs> what? He's, I'm pretty sure he's British. You mm. would know him as Bill. Yeah. A native of Brittany. What? You know. Who? I don't know. I was Where? trying to think of British words. Britannia. Hail Britannia. Britannia rules the waves. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a Roman emperor what went there, and he built a wall. To Punxsutawney? No, to fucking England. Oh. And he goes, you guys can't go across this wall. Where the groundhogs came from. Right. Just like right. the fence. Right. They went under that, too. But 
Okay, so the story the, is, yeah. you guys know Gabriella, right? And then the only thing that good that comes out of Britain now, Sam Smith. Anyway, the song that. ever actually starts, though. No, it really no, just kind of like dribbles. The same slow it, beats yeah. per minute drivel. It dribbles garbage. Along. Like Sam Smith's butthole. Yeah. And the only reason it won a Grammy is because one of them used to have... Or like a dick that doesn't know. work. Speaking yeah. of Brits. I don't know that that one lady is trans. It just looks like a woman when I looked up pictures. Well, good on her. I don't know how this works. I don't know the rules. Speaking of Brits. Yeah. I'm picking up where I left off. Gabriella and I have been watching the show called The Crown. Now, I okay, said, yeah. she told me I like The Crown. I said, that's great. I'll make fun of it while you watch it. I am so into The Crown. And we've gotten to the part in The Crown where it's like 1995. Okay. So the Windsors, all the power players in Britain, MI6, the Windsors, all of the bureaucrats, the behind the scenes operators are saying, what are we going to do about this Princess Diana? Does anybody ever go full Windsor? Windsor? What? Does anybody ever go full Windsor? And then there's the most important character. Two. You're fucking <laughs> nice. Well, I'm glad that came back around. Um, Sorry, it took me a second was, to nice time it. Done, though. That was oh, nice. That's a, my tie that was a nice tie. <laughs> you made a joke. <laughs> he untied it. Yeah. Yeah. While you were doing your tie-in, you ruined him. Andrew's tie joke. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. So. Um, and as the episode ends, Diana. We dies. We, she loves oh. these brown men, these and Pakistanis. Landmines. She's she's got a boyfriend who is a doctor at a hospital. He's Pakistani, and later, really, it was a, yeah, another brown man about this. that she died with, Dota Al Fayed. Doty. Yeah, but this was in her father, whose name was Muhammad Al Fayed. Al Fayed seems That's like a, a Arabic royalty. Oh, they were a big deal, but they really was, wanted yeah. to ingratiate themselves with the royal family. So her father worked on that for a while, and then her and this guy met and fucked and died in a car accident. Uh, maybe. <laughs> what? So <laughs> okay. it, it's a very sympathetic portrayal of the Princess Diana. I always, in the it, episode it, ends. Does it revolve around her or something? And we go, I'm like, I want to watch another one. And she says, Gabriella says, I want to watch Groundhog Day. She even oh, wow. choice. buys it. And we watched this movie. That shit was free all 24 7 that yeah. day. Well, you got to get it. 24 1. You got to get it on Groundhog Day. So it was very sweet. If I could just share a personal thing, Gabrielle and I met on February 3rd, 2021, which was two years ago on Friday. And that was kind of one of the reasons we wanted to watch it because you the whole said, movie- shit, we have five weeks and six days left of this shit. <laughs> What? What do you mean? Winter. Well, the only thing Bill Murray wants it to be throughout the whole movie is February 3rd. So that was nice for us. I got you, babe. Yeah. <laughs> Very sweet. Thank I got you, babe. <laughs> really good work, Pew. That was good. That was smart. For those that have seen the movie, they get it. Feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, 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 one more thing. Back to Babygate. Oh, yeah. You didn't know we were going back to Babygate. I'm a groundhog. <laughs> on Friday. I'm fucking pissed. Yeah. Oh. Right? 
I say to Andrew, I don't know why I'm so pissed. Andrew agrees. He I'll never know jack if I do this. Because Andrew hadn't had as much baby gate yet. <laughs> so he didn't know why I was pissed. Yeah. But all weekend, like I said earlier in hour one, I'm thinking about it. Why am I pissed? Why am I clutching onto the way I want things to be? Mm-hmm. Then I watch Bill Murray in this movie. And it's not until he lets go yeah. of himself. Hmm. I and think- he starts to live. Yeah. As part of the Punxsutawney community. As a pillar of the Punxsutawney community. He loves Punxsutawney. He loves all these people. Right. He, he got par- to know he everybody. Par- he participates. He par- punxitates. <laughs> he doesn't just participate. He's a, he's a pillar. Yeah. Yeah. He is. Everybody he loves saved him. Brian Doyle Murray's life. Yeah. And they called him Dr. Collins. Not Dr. Phil. But. Wait. Was that his name? Collins? Phil Co- wasn't Phil Collins. Connors. Connors. Dr. Connors. Yeah. And fucking Ned Ryerson. Yeah. He bought the biggest no insurance plan pussy imaginable from Ned Ryerson. Mm-hmm. It has one of my favorite lines that movie where he says, what are you doing for dinner tonight? And he says, something else. <laughs> That's J.O. Jerk off. Great Bill Murray line. One of my favorite lines from the movie is, uh, let's go get some flapjacks. Mm-hmm. And then I, I later found out, I saw right after that, the flapjacks line, there was another... Uh, movie either starring bill murray or from uh what's his name harold ramus harold ramus yeah. where they were dead set on getting some flapjacks but, fat people are funny but they said making the movie was terrible because bill murray and harold ramus fought the whole time yeah yeah so well that, that can happen yeah but he they were like, like a difficult guy to work with and, and they never talked again until harold ramus was died? about to die no. until he was about to die yeah. and then they talked well, I didn't even I don't know, know that part, yeah. so thanks. Yeah, for, way to ruin the beauty. I was, I was so into Groundhog Day after watching it that I'm reading about it in bed. Oh, I didn't want to read about it. I just wanted to think about it. And I reflected. <laughs> I thought and reflected, and I realized, uh, you know, yeah. so Groundhog Day, 1991, right? We 90, all know. Was it 90, 93? Okay. Uh, we watched it. 93. One day within the 30th anniversary of its box office release, which I believe was February 4th, 1993. So, oh, there's some great B roll of Pittsburgh, too, by the way, in that movie. That was what I wanted to tell you guys about. Puke? YouTube, oh, I don't know. If I... um, Groundhog Day opening scene. February 12th, 1993 is when the movie released. So I'm going to... Wait, do I go to YouTube? YouTube, 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 Right? A main character, not likable at first, struggles, goes through a growth period, becomes likable, savable, salvageable. But then there's a woman. There's a woman who is uh, sweet and idyllic, right? Yeah. Andy McDowell. Yes, Andy McDowell. Also, you a can sweet and idyllic that. woman in Multiplicity, another you Harold Ramis really movie. From J slash O the day away. Just a couple years later. So that stereotype of the nice, idyllic woman... Uh, really ingrained itself into me. And I think that's my problem nowadays because who is that anymore? No fucking nobody. Yeah. Yeah. What am I looking up? They wanted to cast a comedian in that role. And then they said, no, that takes away from Bill Murray. Just have a sweet lady that reacts. Yeah. Who's kind attractive. Of like, she was great. She's not attractive. She's pretty attractive. She's pretty attractive. <laughs> Can I mention... She's attractive in a, like, I need to marry that way. Ground uh, out. She's too when, tall to marry. When I... <laughs> 
typed Groundhog Pittsburgh. when Opening I scene. when 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 I typed Groundhog Day into YouTube. <gasps> the second <gasps> option that pops up is for a black man. So I'm gonna click that yeah, first. We need to know. Groundhog Day for a black man. Let's see what this is. This is gonna be dumb. Fuck. Alright. Black man's asleep. They do that on occasion. How long is this video? Four minutes. Injustice boycott starts today. Oh, it got you pulled got a broken over. Broken taillight back there. Got you some ID? Oh, this is just beating me over the head with why. Oh, oh yeah, it's just life is harder for a black. Oh, god damn it! All right, okay. What are you black. reaching for? Yep. No, it's just, uh, oh, he got, he got shot. shot. Oh, and the day started over. So level one. No, I'm, glad it, I'm glad it went straight to that. Level one. What am I looking for? I'm glad it didn't just build to absurdity. Yeah. Groundhog the Day opening, uh, opening scene. scene. There you go. There, you don't even need to type it all in. Ah, I don't need to do whatever the opening title uh, sequence. Okay, girl. yes. Title sequence. Now, there's going to be some weather at first, and then we get to the title sequence. I'm going to fast forward. Fast forward. Fast forward, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward, fast If you're just listening, just, we're fast forward. Oh. No, keep Wait, going. Go further. Yeah. Yeah. Go further. halfway in. Go halfway in. Just go halfway in. Come back, 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 come should I hit play right now? Perfect. It's perfect. Mm -hmm. She's fun, but not my kind of fun. You're about to jizz. Oh, yeah. We're going to see, see scenes of... All right, everybody change your tracker to J slash O. So during this fun music, which is very cool running zap. West End same Bridge! Year, same year, by the way. We see the West End Bridge painted yellow instead of blue. It's yellow. It is yellow. Yeah. It is yellow. Oh, my God. Three River Stadium. Yeah, Three River Stadium, Pittsburgh. All, All the old buildings. Buildings that still exist. And some that don't. We're just watching B-roll of Pittsburgh yeah, people. Yeah, this is just Pittsburgh. But with cool running behind it. Prediction show. Then we see their van going down. Andrew, what Fort road is Duquesne Boulevard. Yes. Maybe. Wait. You're heading towards the point. Yes. Yes, it is. You're going towards the Fort Duquesne Bridge. Nah, that's the point. Nope. That's right the there, that's the point. That is Where the fuck is that? We're driving through nondescript western Pennsylvania town. That looks fake as shit. That's not fake. It Everything fake. around here looks fake as shit. <laughs> you look at all this, you go, who would build here? Yeah. They did. Yeah. It's like, looks like something somebody created in what's that thing that kids play? Cinnabon. No, the square. Uh, Minecraft. 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 This looks like something somebody made in Minecraft. Johans asked, where's that compared to McKnight Road? Straight down at the bottom of McKnight Road, go about f four and a half more miles south and turn a little to the right so you point west. Uh, or uh, uh, two thirds of one, uh, McKnight unit. Yeah. <laughs> that was That was pretty lame. Honestly, well, that's great. Oh, we were we were jizzing on each other yeah. when we saw. I mean, this. I don't know. I mean, could they have chosen a cloudier day for this footage? I don't think it's cloudy. I think it's just a shitty video. It's, it might well, be. It's from the nineties. Okay. Do you think the sun has ever been out in Pittsburgh on February first? It was. Yeah, it was sunny like yesterday. Was that the first? It was the fifth. Yesterday was the fifth. Yeah. Holy. Today's shit. the sixth. 
Brett, do you know what calendars are? <laughs> so anyway, it's a really good movie. Yeah, it's, it is. It's sweet. It it's is thoughtful. It's clever. My favorite part There's is where he gets to just kill people and commit suicide and he do whatever kill he wants. Anybody. Yeah, he does. Oh, for sure he does. There's scenes where he drives the groundhog and himself off a cliff in a truck. Yeah. That's killing somebody. He kills himself a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's dark. It is. It is. It's dark. not dark enough. It's quite dark. Because I feel like if I was stuck in a Groundhog Day loop, I would get fucking dark. Uh-huh. You got plenty dark. I would get darker. I mean, if you just had like one town to master a town. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. I watch this movie and I go, I need to do nothing but take piano lessons. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wanted sure. to just take piano lessons forever. Yeah. Forever. I thought I need to get a piano. And then all you have to think of... Then I went, I'd be such a fucking asshole if I bought a piano. For Jesus me, it would, it would be like Grand Theft Auto. I would go to a gun store. I'd buy the guns. I'd see how long I could last. <laughs> Do they make work pianos? <laughs> right Where you hook it up? Me? No, you hook it, your computer up to it, and you play, and it types emails. That'd be nice. With AI, it probably can. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's write a program, convert mm. piano music to AI text. Well, I'm really happy that your movie was Groundhog Day. Yeah, we really enjoyed it. It was very I nice. Enjoyed this it's a shit. good day. Well, that's the thing. I started thinking about it. I'm like, geez, yeah, these movies are really great. Multiplicity, Groundhog Day, Kingpin. These are really... Are these old Harold Ramis Not movies? all of them. Oh. But they have the same feel about them. Yeah, Pittsburgh? Yeah. <laughs> Is that Kind of, yeah. Oh. Um, Gung-Ho. Mr. Mom. Season two They're all of Pittsburgh Mayor of Kingstown. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They, it's just my style of movie. Like, it has to feel good. Uh, fucking Blast from the Past. It's, oh, it's yeah. such a fun... I love it. I love it. I love it. I don't know. You can't do better than these movies. Yeah, if it's comedy, like, let's su- su- suspend disbelief a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah, multiplicity. That's sci-fi. They fucking cloned. True. That Cloning? is actually Yeah, you sci-fi. can't just clone adults. Doesn't happen these days. Yeah. <laughs> Takes like an hour. <laughs> yeah. Who wants to take a gay test? Anybody? Yes. We'll finish with this, but oh. before we do the gay test, okay. Um, I got to talk about one more movie I watched. Oh, yeah? What's that? So last night, couldn't Dick fall asleep. Dickleberry and the dumb fucks. Couldn't fall asleep. No Tim Pool on a Sunday night. So what did I do? So I I'm going know. to YouTube and watching Tim Pool, started watching some car videos. Sure. That wasn't cutting it. wasn't falling asleep. Oh, wow. But they weren't interesting enough to pay attention to you should try uh some videos like my mechanics or i think it's like what is it i have no some, shortage of car videos i can watch though it's like factory monster it's this guy who goes to korean factories and takes video footage i don't want to watch make, it i want to listen to it uh well you can listen to With people the occasional like glance clank, clank, at it when i hear something interesting yeah um but that's a problem with tim pool too usually i can listen to tim pool only I can just hear it behind me as I sleep. But if there's an attractive guest on, oh no, then I don't want to just turn my back to it. Yeah, like Dave Smith. But I'm not watching it. I'm still falling asleep. Or Alex Jones. Yeah. You're like, oh, Alex Jones is so hot. But like, if they're really attractive, I can't convince myself to turn away, even though I'm gonna fall asleep within a minute. Mm. Anyway, so no Tim Pool. Weird. So I turn on Netflix and I look at uh, most popular. I do have boner problems. <laughs> most popular movies on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, most popular. <clears throat> Currently trending. I'm sure they're terrible. All of them. A movie called You People. 
Oh mm. no! Movie called You People with Look. Kanye West no. and Fat Guy. It Look. is the Jews, though. It's about it's the Jews. About, Look it's up about the Jews. Yeah, you think it's about the Jews? Yeah, I know it is because it's controversy. Look up You People. Uh huh. Trailer. Trailer on the TV that we can all see. No, <laughs> I'm gonna watch it right here. Ezra, what are you after these days? All right, I'll put it on the other TV. Wow, that was like being in the audience for a minute. That sucked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> this is way better. Now All that right. it's up here. You ready? Everybody, pause the podcast and watch the trailer for you people. That's how we can do this from now on until we improve our streaming setup. And yeah, I mean, seriously, setup. if you're yeah. listening to the podcast at home, you have the opportunity to pause Yeah, and go and watch and, this video and, yourself. Yeah, I have started. I just want to say yeah. before we watch this trailer, I've started so many movies where I went, this might be good enough to watch. And then I start it and I get several minutes in and I go, not good enough to watch. I'm turning this off and I'm going back to YouTube or whatever. This movie, uh, it should have hit that several times. But I went, yeah, but like Eddie Murphy and Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Oh, and that fat guy. So I kept watching. I watched the whole way through. Did not sleep a wink. Could not fall asleep. Why is it that I have no problem staying up for awful movies, yet I fall asleep to things I might be interested in? 43% on Rotten Tomatoes. Let's see here. It's got Jonah Hill, Eddie Murphy. Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Lauren London, Sam J, Nia Long, Travis Bennett, David Duchovny, Elliot Gould. Oh, yeah, David Duchovny. Um, Elliot Gould? Gould? Yeah. Just Rhea Perlman? We don't... Got a girlfriend? No. But you don't like getting pushy? Okay. Hearing the word pussy come out of your mouth does make me question whether or not I like it. Back again up in this I'm never going to meet a woman who understands me. I don't think I've heard of a man ever who wanted to be in a relationship so badly besides Drake. And I'm talking Views Drake. They hear that loud. I feel like Views Drake, alone on a building, dangling my legs off, wondering what it's like to feel companionship. So I don't know if Jonah Hill is supposed to be a surfer or, or a financial a Jew, Jew guy or what. He's clearly Jewish in real life, right? Apparently he's a, he's a, he's a black guy. Or he's obsessed with black culture. He got in this jungle movie. fever. Yeah, in this movie, he is very much in love with black culture. That's the entire reason for his existence. Apparently, Ooh. Jonah Hill, born and raised in Los Angeles, son of Sharon Feldstein yeah, and Richard Feldstein, <laughs> who is a tour accountant for Guns N' Roses. What the fuck? Are we, are we watching this? Thing? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he is in a, a car with a black lady who's he, freaking the fuck out. He got on an Uber that wasn't an Uber. Oh, he got in the wrong car? Mm-hmm. And of course, black people have to just uh, overreact violently. You can't carjack a black. <laughs> okay, but you're not getting five stars. You're not an Uber driver. I mean, honestly, you guys are twins. Oh my God, wait, she really does look like me. I'm sorry, this was insane. Let me make it up to you. You're dating a black girl? I've never felt so understood by somebody in my entire life. Whether you like it or not, we kind of go together now. You're my boo. Come on. I'm going to ask her to marry me. Do you plan to? Out to our family? Yeah, I just haven't had the chance to meet them. Okay. This is where the uh you people come in. Yeah, the you people. (laughs) You people be black? Because now he's got to meet the black family. 
Mm. I'm so happy you watched this. Or he, she has to come back and meet the Jew family. Go ahead. Oh, oh geez. Going on. Tell me about life. How are you? This is your white granddaddy come back to haunt me. What? Now this is my fault? Unhappy blacks. Oh, yeah. What other trope would they have in a movie? Very unhappy blacks with a guy who's simply trying to be liked. Mm. Now, to be fair... He does look he like looks quite the douche. <laughs> he looks terrible. He looks like fucking Ernest Hemingway in the last day of his life. <laughs> look at him. So you want to marry my daughter? Yes. Yes, I do. Well, Ezra, you could try. But they hate me. Can you honestly say that your family's excited to have my black ass in the picture? <laughs> ah, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is the Jew lady. Oh, my gosh. You are so... Beautiful. Oh. oh, I love this is David Duchovny's character was the best part Jew? of the whole thing. He was the Jewish dad of Jonah Hill. Uh, why couldn't they get fun. Larry David? No, David Duchovny <laughs> was great. He was fantastic. He was mild mannered. Yeah, he was a nice guy. They had to make him kind of like an idiot, but he wasn't really an overt idiot. I'm... He really liked Exhibit. That was clever and funny. I liked how they kept bringing it. David Duchovny knew of a black person. That was the joke. He's okay, like, I yeah. know of a black guy. Exhibit. X to the Z Zibits. I'm having a hard time believing that David Duchovny is older than Jonah Hill. Right. Jonah Hill is supposed to be 35. <laughs> and David Duchovny is supposed to be in his 60s. How old is Jonah Hill? Um, I will. I'll figure it out, Puke. Take a break. Oh, I don't think you're going to make it faster than me. He is currently 65. That's what I thought. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you look it up. I, IMDb is useless. I called him Johan Hill. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to the trailer. I think. He dresses like <laughs> such a fucking douche, though, in this. What? Every scene that I've He's, seen. He, David Duchovny or Jonah Hill? Jonah Hill. Guess what year he was born? 86. 82. 83. Ah, oh, he's only 39. The I, police. I would, I would beat David him. Duchovny, guess how old he is? 68. What's, what's your guess? I'm going to say David Duchovny was 40. This is a weird way to do it, I know. It was 46 uh -huh. in the year. Mm -hmm. No. Wait, 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 wait. David Duchovny was 41 in the year 2000, making him 64, 63. Wow, you're really close. He's 62. I can't believe you. Anybody would think that he's in his 60s when you look at him. He's a handsome guy. He really is. Okay. Are fucked up towards black people. I like your braids. Thank you. Exhibit had braids. What's the difference between me and you? We've built a pretty awesome life together. We just need to protect it. What's the difference between me and you? Oh, so you're all Muslim. Very much so. I love it. Well, this kufi that I'm wearing was actually a gift from the Honorable Louis Farrakhan. Mm. Are you familiar with the minister's work? Well, I'm familiar with what he said about the Jews. You know, let's have dinner. <laughs> okay, <laughs> now, Jews. stop. That scene, the context here was Jonah Hill's character was trying to suck up to Eddie Murphy's character who loved Louis Farrakhan. So Jonah Hill was like, I love Louis Farrakhan. And then Julia Louis-Dreyfus is like, you do? And she was about to call him out and like bring some fucking reality. Like, you know, Let's not be retarded just because we're trying to impress the blacks. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, uh, but it didn't play that through. Like, Julie Louis-Dreyfus was being perfectly reasonable in this scene. She was unreasonable in many other scenes. But I perfectly see, yeah. reasonable in this one, 
where she was pushing back on this. Like, she was ready to push back. Yeah. And Jonah Hill shut it down and uh, professed his love for, for Louis Farrakhan. Hmm. This makes no sense. No, so, not really. We're all, everyone, but it has to... I mean, that's the kind of <laughs> woke formula it has to fall into. But it, Not really, because... This is the thing. It doesn't make sense. We're all angry at ye, right? We're all angry Ecstasy. at ye. At ye for the... Oh, you mean ye? Yeah, ye. Yay. Ye. Yeah, ye. We discovered it's ye. Yeah, ye. Your robot confirmed I was right with ye. So anyway, mm. we're all angry at ye. But I feel like the same people angry at whoa, ye. Whoa, no, 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 <laughs> Are not angry at Louis yeah. Farrakhan. Hmm. There's a lot of inconsistent ye here. Yeah, because he's pretty anti-Semitic, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, basically, Louis Farrakhan blamed the Jews for everything that ever, the bad, everything bad that ever happened. Oh. Um, <laughs> well, let's play this so, song then. Anyway, this movie, I get it. Like, I, I completely fully expected a bunch of woke bullshit. And you get plenty of that. But there's no actual racism shown. In this entire movie, the racism that they're upset about is just simply some long lost uh, traces of racism, traceism uh-huh. <laughs> that Eddie Murphy is, you know, getting energy from from years past. Yeah. Right. The only other racism shown here is just the mom being excited to see black people <laughs> and how they do. Right. That's but it how portrays. They like these black women as fucking retards too. Mm. It oh. portrays the black women as dumb people who are focused on completely the wrong things in life. But the mom is obsessed with that. So that was bothersome. Um, and the protagonist, Jonah Hill and his co-protagonist, co-protagonist, uh, the black woman, there was nothing particularly likable about her. No. And Jonah Hill's character, not likable at all. And you would think, in the end, Eddie Murphy has to come around and be okay with Jonah Hill. That's part of the whole deal, right? Mm-hmm. It's not Eddie Murphy coming around to be okay with Jonah Hill and Julia Louis-Dreyfus coming around to be okay with the daughter. No. It's the blacks coming around to be okay with the whites. Mm. That's what it is. And Eddie Murphy's character being okay with Jonah Hill, here's why he's okay with Jonah Hill. Because Jonah Hill can play basketball. <laughs> what? It's not not because Jonah Hill is like a good dude. So there is no redeeming quality or moment for Jonah Hill. It's not like Jonah Hill had a series of unfortunate circumstances that just put him in a bad light through Eddie Murphy's eyes. And then in the end, Eddie Murphy saw who he truly was. Mm-hmm. They try to couch it that way. But who he truly was throughout the entire movie, he was constantly lying to Eddie Murphy to prove how he was a good guy or down with the blacks. And he was just constantly just lying and never telling the truth through the entire fucking thing. Like he didn't utter one truthful thing Hmm. the entire way through. So in the end, a horrible main character with zero redeeming qualities was redeemed. Unwarranted. This is why I'm upset. Let me know how black of a wife do you want. <laughs> but this is why I'm upset because like yeah. Bill Murray was an overt asshole, mm-hmm. right? Jonah Hill was just a shithead. Mm-hmm. But in the end, Bill Murray learned and grew and developed. Jonah Hill 
was just accepted for being who he is. Yeah, that's... which was not good. Nothing was good about him. No, other than he wasn't racist, but neither was anybody else in the entire movie. Most of all, David Duchovny. What about Eddie Murphy? Eddie Murphy was pretty racist. That's but then he flipped the switch. Like he pulled a one eighty. Okay. Yeah. He pulled a complete 180. He was very, very racist. And then with no work on himself or character development, he just flipped the switch and he's like, okay, now I'm, I'm fine with everything. Everything's fine. Also, they couched uh, the black girl as coming from a poor family and how Jonah Hill was privileged. And David Duchovny only did well because he was a podiatrist and his dad was a podiatrist and his dad was a podiatrist. And that's why he lives in this big house, just because of the legacy of podiatry. Yeah. We all know the legacy of podiatry. Mm-hmm. Every Jew That's has a legacy a of podiatry. F- a foot doctor. Yeah. But, um, however, the black girl comes from a poor family and she grew up poor and she doesn't have this kind of money. Except Eddie Murphy's driving around in a brand new S class all day. Uh, and they live in a beautiful house in LA. Uh, you might not know this about black people. Uh huh. They all have brand new S classes. Really? Yes. How do they have the credit score? I do not know, but... Where do they get the ID? Show me a black person under 40 who does not have a 5 Series BMW or a Mercedes E or S class or SUV. Uh, Google Sam Smith's (laughs) new car. Yeah, Sam Smith new... Wait, but he's white. Uh, Does he identify that way? He identifies as red. All right. <sighs> what I miss, I had to piss so bad. So I'm just, this is why I'm so upset. Sam I'm not Smith upset because I don't need you to do car. that. I'm not upset because the movie was woke or bad. I'm upset because the main character in the end is redeemed after going through some struggles, but he didn't grow. He didn't change. He didn't do anything. Nothing happened. Looks like a BMW 2002 on Instagram. You tell me this guy has a big... He does have a 2002. Wow. I love this guy now. <laughs> this guy's the best guy. I it, love Sam Smith. It's got to be a different Sam Smith. I think it is. I think No, I think it's the same it's guy. Look at journalist, him. Journalist, editor, at large oh. haggerty. Oh, he works for a Formerly classic... Formerly road and track. Oh, okay. Never mind. Different Sam Smith. <laughs> I just typed Sam Smith the new car. Well, there's two of them. <laughs> Sam Smith. How about that? Who's Sam Smith? I hate you. I had to piss. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you didn't need to be here to know who Sam Smith was. Is that the character's name of Jonah Hill? That's the fucking devil guy from the entire first half of the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just getting I'm very, I'm very worked up about this. I'm mostly worked up because Jonah Hill was a shithead. All right, well, let's finish the trailer. Oh, yeah, sure. This is probably going to like give the movie away. I gave it away. Fast forward. Yeah. <laughs> Playing basketball. Hilarious. Well, we were technically OG slaves. Are you trying to compare the Holocaust to slavery? Lost the potatoes. Our people came here with nothing like everybody else. That could have been interesting. That could have been interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This discussion could have been interesting. When this happened in the movie, I went, oh, now we're going to get a maybe an interesting movie. Sounds to me like it's totally level one in all regards. Kind of, but they did. It's not level one. To, to put in a mainstream movie, let's discuss the Holocaust versus slavery. No, okay. That's true. a big deal. That's and true. then David Duchovny is like, well, you know, our people were the original slaves. Yeah. Which is a perfectly logical, cool-headed thing to say. <laughs> right. Is yeah. it not? 
Yeah. Like that could have opened up an, a so, quite yeah. interesting discussion here. And maybe ye could watch this and learn something. Oh, yeah, right. Instead, no, no. It has been ye enforced. Yeah. And meanwhile, Jonah Hill has to let go, like, who wants potatoes? Yeah. Jonah, basically, Jonah Hill's like, shut up, mom. Yeah, I just can't have it. Just can't. Right? <laughs> just can't have a conversation. So that was interesting. And I have to say, Julia Louis Dreyfus was. Fantastic. She was great. She oh, looks sure. uh, looks good. Oh, she looks fantastic. But she was just really good in the movie. Like she played her character really well. David Duchovny, a smaller part, but still good. The the black mom didn't even need to exist in this movie. The trailer shows her more than the movie did. No, you mm. could just show a picture of her and be like, okay, we got it. Yeah. Eddie Murphy's character was too over the top and I don't know, just Jonah Hill made this movie and it's one of the worst things I've ever seen. Wait, Jonah Hill <laughs> made the movie? Uh-huh. Yeah. He made, or he made the movie. You know the difference there? He was the filmmaker? No, he made the movie. He made it. He didn't make the movie. He produced or wrote it or something? Yeah. I still don't know which one you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> but you He's would... credited. Well, okay. here on tabletmag.com, they say that uh, You People, a romantic comedy that premiered on Netflix, has been generating considerable... Uh, wait, blowback for its tone-deaf treatment of anti-Semitism. Marketed <laughs> as an updated look who's coming to dinner. I'm a little bit upset. Revolves around an a engaged couple, blah, blah, blah. Let's see here. I'm a little bit about how much kowtowing there was to the black side of this discussion. The film is, in the eyes of many Jews, an offensive Shonda. Yeah. I don't know what that means. The movie opens on the scene, blah, 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 behind the scenes. Oh, his character name was Shonda. Behind the scenes, many in the no. film industry are appalled. I was horrified at what was considered acceptable, says filmmaker Stuart Archer of You People. I'm not horrified that it's considered it acceptable. Yeah. I assume it's acceptable. Oh, yeah. I'm horrified at the missed opportunities and how poorly it was done. Right. They actually could have taken a chance and, and like... You know, made something that was actually properly provocative and created a conversation and, other than just pissing off both blacks and Jews. And I'm perfectly fine <laughs> with like this style of romantic comedy. I'm fine with watching a shitty romantic comedy. And I will enjoy a shitty romantic comedy. Yeah. Like this was Is there any like, other kind of romantic comedy? This had a very meet the fuckers type vibe to it. Yeah. It could have, but it didn't. It missed the mark in every way. And there was opportunities and there were chuckles here and there and there were times where it could have been funnier and not lost whatever the fuck message it was trying to put out there. Mm. But it just chose not to over and over. Yeah. yeah. It chose to present you with not one single likable character outside of David Duchovny. Mm. All right, let's finish it. You need to hit play. Are you kidding Can we me? ever figure out what happened with the potatoes? Are you kidding me? ETA on See, he's just walking and he just wants potatoes. He is a, you know what? Because uh, he is a potato. He is a potato. What else could he be? I feel like maybe there were better stuff in here. There was better stuff in here and got edited out. Probably. This oh, scene, what if, yeah. In they a, walk oh, into a black barbershop. A black barbershop that it seems to be like a crip barbershop. Mm -hmm. But Jonah Hill <laughs> How do you is wearing a red hoodie. Okay. Eddie Murphy deliberately takes him into this place and just sits him there. Yep. Doesn't go well. What's up with white cook? Oh, yeah. Look at all the blues. Mm. Colors, that is. Not songs. Am I white cuz? Well, I'm not. I'm white cuz for sure. All right. 
So it was shit. Makes sense. <clears throat> well, I think everyone listening to me needs to watch it. Yeah, I'll watch it. Do I? Why? Because I'd like you to said know it was what garbage. kind of non-level one take people would have on it. I mean, I'm just going to watch and go, I hate blacks and Jews now. I'm no, you will. You will. <laughs> I'll have a good analysis of it. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Stay tuned for a good analysis. <laughs> my, my takeaway, though, like if I'm supposed to learn something about black culture, yeah. it's that it's perfectly fine to be cool with black culture, and you should be cool with black culture. However, black culture is angry and has yeah. really bad priorities. Yeah. Like they're glorifying gangs momentarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they're glorifying like not having intelligence, but yet focusing entirely on your appearance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Focusing entirely on your outward appearance, whether that's your skin color or your clothing or lack thereof or your tattoos that don't make sense or whatever it is. Well, you know, at least there is a father in the scene of the black character somehow. Yeah. That's progressive. Um, that's not progressive. That's the opposite of progressive. No, if anything, not. Eddie Where? Murphy's character was the most conservative. He did. Oh, or okay, okay. I they did try to make him look like uh, an extremist by making him the anti-vaxer. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, so that could have been clever Obviously. too. Obviously, they could have done yeah. clever things there. Black people don't get vaccinated. Well, no, only a black dad. Oh, but the black ladies do. Yeah, we're, we 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 glorify single black moms but we vilify black dads that stay in the picture oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, single uh, black mom oh, yeah, yeah okay, a single black mom gets vaccinated of course mm. happily that's interesting it's fucking heroic but a married black successful dad yeah he's bad <laughs> it's like and one crazy. step one color away from being a trump supporter yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's, oh. he's the black face of white supremacy uh also at the wedding speeches or whatever it was or the uh, spoiler alert Jonah Hill's friends were the epitome of white like they were trying to say how how great of a guy Jonah Hill was okay um one speech from Andrew Swartz comedian was yeah I stormed the capitol but Ezra tried to stop me Jesus yeah we're supposed to believe that somebody in Los Angeles stormed the capitol yes we're supposed to believe that some you know, young 30s like, Jew guy. Yeah. 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 Well, it's very much over the top in a few ways. To me, it sounds level one beyond belief. Let's. But it almost didn't. It almost. Almost did. Like it had yeah. so many opportunities to break out a level one. Will you Will you watch it, Puke? I mean, I'll watch it, I I'll guess. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. We can talk more about it next week. I'll watch it. I'll chug a white claw surge or five and watch it. Because <laughs> um, I got to maintain my whiteness. Is that a white person drink? It white claw. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, it's, yeah. Or an sure. icy light. Okay. In honor of Pittsburgh. <laughs> so why don't we wrap up for tonight? We'll save. The, we'll save the gay quiz for next week. Or we're, do it now. No, let's save it. Let's save it. How long is it? I have no idea. Then let's save it. Let's save it. Please. Oh, you didn't even test it out to see if it'd be good for the no, show. No, you fag. I can't give away the <laughs> Andrew. I can't give away the test. <laughs> Andrew just took it. <laughs> How am I supposed to take the the quiz before everyone else does? We we need to all be surprised. Look, at we're the gonna same. be Yohan just as says, gay. Do the quiz. Dale's here. Dale said I was gonna grade. Yeah, we're gonna oh, be yeah, come so. back next week. We're gonna be just as gay, <laughs> or worse. All right, what are we ending the show on then? That nothing. The, the, the oh, you just the you recording just... stops.
Super Mario from Super Nintendo. Mm. Well, sounded like a noise from Mario. Oh, no.
What's going right through me? Five! <laughs>